Buenos dias, Polly Yorev. Hello, and how's it going, and how are you keeping? You're very welcome to Two O's in Torah, Two O's in Laura, Torah Laura, and I'm here with Christian Dugstad, and we are exploring folk songs. What so is the we crack? Are. Oh. We have a special guest today. Yes, but before I introduce my special guest, can I just make a... Like, I, I had so many ideas for how to open <laughs> the podcast, uh, and I just can't decide, so I'll, I'll do them all. <laughs> Ooh. Mother of Jesus! Ah, uh, don't That's drink it from the can. I know, I know, around. but it 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 was spilling, and then <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving all the sound effects, Christian. This is better than any foley class in college. Oh, I'll tell There's you. There's a lot of different sound going on here. <laughs> You're gonna have to describe what just happened for all our loyal fans. So I I just I just opened um, a can of Guinness and I know it's a cardinal sin but Jesus what what can you do like um, so I did that and I opened um, a bottle of whiskey and poured a little dram into my good friend Nikolai's glass because yes who is we Nikolai do, yeah we do have a special guest <laughs> and it's Nikolai or if if I'm Saying it as a normal person in in normal life, it would be Nikolai Hagenhuse. Nikolai. That sounds very normal. Nikolai Garden Housey. Garden Housey. Garden Housey. Or, or, or nice. Well, you know, you know, uh, an, an an outdoors toilet. What would you call that? An outhouse. outdoors toilet. Yeah, like an outhouse or a porta potty. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, no, like um. It, do you know in in old in movies with the hicks out in the middle of nowhere in America, yeah. like or d- yeah. not like the plastic porta potties, but the, but the like, outhouse with the half moon in the door. Well, in Norway, that would be normally be a heart, and it's very traditional to have in your cabin. If your cabin is without power and water, then you have an okay. outhouse with a heart in the door, and just nice. like a literally a, a just a bench with a hole in it. Yeah, so as, bo- as Borat calls it, the the shit hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so basically, uh, we used to have some uh, Swedish family, and in their dialect, my surname would mean like a shit hole. Really? So, Who's yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Let's call him that, Nikolai Shithole. <laughs> Nikolai Shithole. As Interesting. Name. Good to meet you. <laughs> so nice um, to be I've Nicol- met you before, Nikolai. I have come across you several, well, more than several times now oh, over in Norway. You've seen the shit all plenty of times, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get this we'll is going get, down a weird path. We'll probably get into the whole uh, Josh Nikolai origin story a little bit later. But but first of all, let me just introduce Nikolai as the pipe major of the Oslo Caledonian pipe band. One of let's see, two or or three sort of pipe bands that we have in in Norway. There's a pipe band in Bergen. There's a pipe band in Oslo, which is us, and there's um, uh, the, the beginnings of a pipe band. Yeah. In in um, Arendal, which is for any Disney fans out there, the inspiration of Arendelle in. I was literally Frozen. about to say, oh. isn't that where Anna is from? Yeah. Princess Arendelle, Arendal. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It entered my mind as soon as he said it. To be honest. Yeah, they even they even went to Norway um, to to get like visual inspiration for for those movies. But ironically enough, like it's set in this 
it's summery at, at times, but most of the time it's it's a frozen, hence the name, uh, like snowy landscape. And no. Arendal really is, frozen, as in like frozen. But Arendal is uh, on the on in the south of Norway, like south of Tunsberg, where you've been, and oh. it's it's not really. I wouldn't say it's rocky mountains and snowy peaks. I can't say I found any uh, fairies or elves or mooses or anything. <laughs> Talking <there>. snowmen. <laughs> yeah. No, not when I was around the south of Norway anyway. Yeah, no. Well, anyway. Anyway. Um, Speaking of cans of Guinness, did you see Foil Arms and Hogs video the other day? I did, I did. How do the, you the how question. do you drink? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how how to get through Irish? Uh, pa- uh, how to get through Irish immigra- immigration? And it's yeah. like, how do you drink a can of Guinness? Trick question. You don't. <laughs> 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 but here we are, two two cardinal sinners drinking pints of Guinness from cans. Well, oh, we're yeah. pouring it into oh, glasses. So I'll stick ah, to my glass mic. of water. Yeah, which is now empty actually. <sighs> You'll but probably yeah. get the chance to go get another when we fill up our glasses. We have plenty of points in the fridge, actually. Lovely stuff. Yeah. So anyway, Nikolai's here. Uh, Nikolai, like I said, is the pipe major of Oslo Caledonian Pipe Band, where I've been a member for the past five years now. Shit, Still a shite piper. So you're finally getting your piping episode, Christian. Yeah, finally. Well, He's been gunning for the piping episode for a while. It's, the, it's probably the first of, I won't say many, not to scare <laughs> the audience away, but it's it's definitely not the only piping episode we'll ever have. I'm sure have. they're on the edge of their seats waiting to see how you're <laughs> relating this to folk songs. Yeah. Well, <gasps> I mean, pipes are a big part of the Celtic music tradition and it's certainly a part of many folk bands that play folk songs but yeah um the reason why we're doing this is I don't know like do we do we want to do this now or do we just want to do housekeeping let's yeah let's feckin follow suit here we'll we'll follow the what's the word follow the protocol as is tradition yeah <laughs> do you want to do it or should I your baby will I will I will I do the honours yeah, go on, go on. Sure, we'll mix and match. Or we can Folks, ask Nikolai. We... Nikolai, what's what's our email address? Your email address? <laughs> no, <laughs> Your go email on. Address. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. With Folks, you. the show is called Tura Lura. Two O's in Tura. Two O's in Lura. Kelly made a very good observation the other day that um, Paddy Patrick was woken up by her friend in America to listen to our live the other day. And he texted her and he said, wakey, 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 it's Turalora, but he spelled Turalora wrong. And Kelly sent me a screenshot and said, every episode you say two O's in Tura, two O's in Laura, and he still got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was this? Was it John? I'm John? not sure. I'm not going to name names. I, I, it might have been John Hardy, but, <laughs> but John, we, we don't care. We'll keep okay. on. We'll keep on reminding you of the ooh. Yeah. ooh. That's what you have to think of. Two O's make an ooh sound, and it's two ra and lura. So you'll get there eventually. There's a ra in there as well. Not the ra you'd be used to, but a kind <laughs> of ra all the same. <laughs> so yeah, Tura Lura. You will find us on Facebook to stop all the rambling at Tura Lura. and you will also find us on Instagram at Tura Lura Podcast, where you will also find us on gmail podcast at gmail.com send us whatever the feck you want to send us at this stage 
we'll accept it graciously, won't we, Christian? We will, and especially if you're inclined to send us a voice message. Mm-hmm. We haven't had uh, one for a while. and We got a few more from Kelly uh, yesterday now? or the day now? before. We'll, we'll save them for the next day. Are we allowed to play them or are um, they... Some of, it, th- some of it's playable, I'd say. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly loves sending us voicemails. Kelly's out there and she was appalled and horrified by the tragic events of the story in Bound for Caledonia. Yeah. And she also, actually, a good one to point out there is she noticed the double meaning in the title Bound for Caledonia because your one was bound underneath the ship. She was bound in the deck. On the way to Caledonia. This girl is literally bound for Caledonia and bound for Caledonia. Yeah. She was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she point. was, uh, you know, she was very met. against <laughs> the poor captain bringing her home to make to make her his slave. Yeah, no, um, yeah, we've said all <laughs> there is to say about that. It's a tragic story, and and that's why we we just skip those verses whenever we we play the song. We just we make it into a beautiful story of of um, a gracious, gallant captain. And <laughs> Again, uh, this is where Kelly was taking issue. She said, I'm sorry, Christian, to be going with Josh on this one, but this isn't a story worth making sound lovely and nice. He's he's taking advantage of this girl. Okay, well... We, <laughs> I'm only but joking, but we problem, will... But we can't do all the verses, because it's just too long. And why would you want to scare people away with stories of captivation and deception and all that good stuff? Maybe, Josh, maybe at some stage we should um, do a re, not a rewrite, but a re-choosing of the verses and just choose all the bad verses and skip all that makes sense. <laughs> and it's literally just the captain. Make it a real Irish ballad. Yeah, the sailor away to the captain he goes and says, she bound, she's bound foot in hand lying there below. Start off with that. No, but yeah, uh, voice messages. Speaking uh, of, yeah. Yeah, sorry. S- sorry. Go on. I was just going to say, speaking of Caledonia, I think we have an old Scotland-heavy episode today. We certainly do. There, it Another is thing that's been on Christian's podcast bucket list. <sighs> He's killing two birds with one stone. You're getting the pipes and the Scots yeah. going all well, in one Well, it's go. not the first Scotland episode, but Jesus, can you have too many? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not keep Nikolai silent anymore. Josh, will you please let me set the scene? I will allow you to set the scene. Can you have too much of a good sound? You yeah, can't you, have too you, much of anything. You made a you made a face. Yeah, it was an interesting sound. I actually like that one. I might sample that one for my next assignment. <laughs> the sound of a bottle of scotch opening. A bottle what of scotch the, is a Christian. It's Talisker Ten, the most standard. Talisker, I'd say. Talisker is, um, as far as I know, the only single malt was- whiskey from the Isle of Skye. And the Isle of Skye being uh, an island... Jesus, I'm making a lot of noise with the pop shield. Um, um, an island off the west coast of Scotland, as all mm-hmm. of the islands off the coast of Scotland. But this is the one um, that has a bridge across, so, so you can yes. actually drive there on bus tours and stuff. That, I've never uh, been... That whiskey might need to be opened yet again for another episode when we're doing the Sky Boat song. That is true. A lovely song that will get us a lot of Outlander fans um, <laughs> going uh, crazy. If Absolutely wild. Jesus, yeah, that was in Outlander. Forgot about that. Chris, we mm. did it in college. 
Oh, he's got the fancy mug and everything, folks. Aye. Yeah, what's, I'm, what's I'm, the story about that one? Yeah, I'm I'm usually one for drinking whiskey from proper Glencarran, like nosing glasses. But I did get this Talisker mug, um, uh, one of a couple of weeks ago. I'd say um, I was on holiday and I was down on an island off the coast of Norway, uh, the south coast of Norway, and we were at a restaurant having a few drinkies. And um, the only whiskey they had was Talisker. So I went up to the lady and I asked her, what glasses do you serve your whiskey in? Because <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> make sure. She gave you a teacup, basically. Yeah, but I, well, listen now. I a whiskey to cup. Ma- I wanted to make sure that I didn't get it served in a rocks glass. I wanted it in, um, in a nosing glass of some sort. So yeah. the only thing she had was a cognac glass. But she said... Uh, so, so I actually got the whiskey served in a cognac glass, but she was like, but we do have these mugs that Talisker gave us. And even though I got the whiskey served in um, a glass, she was like, do you want a mug? And I was like, <laughs> sure, was like, you can have it. <laughs> Christian makes himself sound apprehensive, but I know from Christian like that once he saw that mug, he probably jumped over the bar in excitement at getting this mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yes, Talisker is a, is a nice smoky dram, but let's not waste, and it's not often I, I call whiskey talk wasting time, but let's not waste any time. We can time. get back to it, because I, I have a few whiskey questions for you that you may have described to me before, but we'll, we'll come back to that. Perfect. We're going to do a whiskey episode too, so we'll... Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll keep it rolling. Who is this lovely man sitting beside you, Christian? I know you've introduced him in the intro, but what's the story? I'll, how, I'll, did, how did you come across him? How did you find? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a quick rundown. But but first of all, the reason <laughs> the the reason why we have Nikolai here today is that you've obviously understood that we're talking about a Scotland song today. But you don't know why, and you don't know what song. Well, if you've read the episode title, you probably do. Uh, but I'm gonna say a couple of things. I'm gonna say. Um, Scotland the Brave, which is the song we're talking about, for for a song that's rarely sung, or a tune that's rarely sung with lyrics, Mm -hmm. this song has surprisingly many sets of lyrics. And for a country that doesn't have its own national anthem, Scotland certainly has many um, unofficial proposed national anthems and scotland, scotland the brave is one of them there there are several and to others. be honest with you this song slash tune is played as often if not more than many national anthems certainly is and it's the most recognizable pipe tune out there <laughs> for sure maybe which is why i kind of suggested going with this one i didn't even know it had lyrics until yeah, i no, asked it's, it's it's brilliant that you that you said i i haven't even thought about it but it's a fact, it does have lyrics, but it, it's the most recognisable pipe tune out there. And Nikolai's not here because we're talking about Scotland the Brave. We're talking about Scotland the Brave because we wanted to have Nikolai here and talk about <laughs> pipes. And Nikolai, you've been here for a long time now, uh, through the whole intro, and you've almost hadn't had a chance to say a single word. So please, please, can you say... A little bit, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your, uh, how, how, like, how did, this is a question I've been asked a million yeah. times about my, me playing Irish music. 
mm-hmm. but how does a Norwegian guy with no, at least no recent Scottish ancestry, uh, end up playing and being the pipe major of um, a pipe band in Norway? Oh, I, I, well, that's that's a good question. Have a potato can end up like a pipe major, like the most Norwegian guy ever. I have no connection to any any European countries outside well except Sweden but that's not Europe is it <laughs> <laughs> well anyways um, so it, w- it was my my granny and my my mother they thought that um, they thought we had some uh, some Scottish ancestry and so I, I believed them but it was absolutely it was lies it was lies and lies and I was so <laughs> sad but I, I kept on pretending. I kept on about Celt and stuff like that. And in two, two, 2010, I think, believe it was, I uh, I thought, well, why not? Why not? Why shouldn't I begin playing the, start playing the pipes? So I found this, uh, uh, and uh, it was just just by chance. Um, myself and my mother, we was we were. Uh, walking around um, the city centre in Oslo, and there was this guy with his enormously big ears. He was just walking around and playing shit pipes. Uh, As you do. Well, you always find him on the streets. Uh, yeah, you find him on the streets. Uh, but he was he, he was a nice guy, but he, his playing was not the best. But you didn't necessarily think that at time. At, at that time, I thought that was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so what did ah, young I Nikolai do? Uh, j- just to say that as well, uh, we've get gotten a little bit of commentary on uh, whenever we've said, Josh, that we're all men. Uh, we've gotten a li- little bit of shit from the people that are listening, saying that we're, we're, only, we're only babies. Yeah, uh, Nikolai's even more of a baby um, than he. He's born in our Lord's year nineteen ninety six five. Six, five. Six. five. You're telling me five. you're younger than us. I really are old men. I, I am. <laughs> you guys are old men. Yeah. So, so in two thousand and ten, how so how old would you have been? I was. Oh, shit. What year are we in? 2021. It's 11 years ago. Yeah, so I was, I think it was about 15. Yeah, 15. 15. I was 15. What's the draw uh, of the bagpipes for a (laughs) 15-year-old? When you first hear them and you go, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Get that into me. Yeah, yeah. Get get those pipes into me. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. No, no. So so myself and my mother, we asked uh, this old man where where I could... I want to learn that. Where? Where could I do that? And he um, he showed me. Um, he pointed me in the direction for um, of uh, the Dubliner, you know, in, in a, an Irish pub in uh, in Oslo. Josh has been there. You've been there. You've I've been there. I've spent several evenings in that establishment. Yes. Oh, I. Oh, I. Oh, it's a, it's a great place, isn't it? It's a great place. It's probably my favorite place, um, at least in Oslo. Ah, uh, def- definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, and there, um, as the bartender, uh, if they knew any bagpipers, and of course it did. They they knew Robbie Robertson, and the Oslo Caledonian pipe band. 
so I got in touch with them and and uh, the first contact I had in a band was a guy called Bjorn Holt, which is a bearded Norwegian like Viking and was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kept showing up though. Yeah. You did, and, and the rest is, is history. Uh, and can, can I just? Um, I don't even. Is it Drake? I started from the bottom. Now I'm here, <laughs> and that's that's the story of uh, of Nikolai, a young a young guy that was uh, led astray to think that he had Scottish ancestry, and uh, <laughs> like, uh, no offense, uh, went all American on it, and I did. Uh, bought bought himself a kilt and fell in love with the pipes and uh, started playing and uh, now several years later 11 years later he's he's here and he's the pipe major of Oslo Caledonian and the pipe, pipe major <laughs> yeah I love how the first time I, m- I met you was probably what 2016 2017 would have been 16 it was it was at a house party in Christian's yeah, six, 16. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Christian's birthday, I think. we went yeah. to, It was the time I, we went to Watsky and all yeah. of that. Yeah, Correct. we went to see the wonderful George Watsky performing. But um, I spent an evening chatting to you and thought you were Scottish. Oh, that, that, that was great fun. That was great I fun. Actually, I asked Christian afterwards, who was the Scottish guy? <laughs> if, said, there if were I'm no not, Scottish guys here. <laughs> if, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, you two were sat in the sofa, and you and you were a little bit like taken about what what is happening because Nikolai <laughs> he was reciting down, <laughs> was reciting a, a brick of an etymology for you, like literally going through like random words in a. <laughs> 1500 page Norwegian etymology in and, I was, and I was fairly full of cider at the time too <laughs> what a night what a night it was an interesting night yeah yeah wasn't it wasn't it also, it was a good night. Oh, that Jesus was back Christ. in the back in the old days when we were even younger and even more promising. And we ha- I hadn't even been. In- that was actually the night where you so asked me. So much potential. Me. That was the night where you. I believe you asked me to do the Boxty Gang thing that night. Actually, really? Because we thought. I yeah. I th- I think so because we were talking about the um, the college trip to Inishmore, and yeah. I believe that oh, you yeah. talked about doing some rehearsals after that, and which happened, and mm-hmm. I'm very glad. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> rolling back, like there's so much to talk about when we're here uh, gathered three friends. But yes, accent thing is is just another like I I guess people have noticed that I am. A uh, huge pretender, uh, <laughs> not speaking in my my natural accent. Well, and, and I like it. People think you're from Clare when you're with us because we we just have to keep telling people that you're spending too much time with us. Yeah, and to, to be fair, like <laughs> this is my natural accent. Now I pretended yeah. for so long that I I can't undo it. It's like when your parents tell you that don't make don't make that face because. <laughs> You'll stay that way. That's what <laughs> happened to me, and I'm Brilliant. I'm not too sad about it. Like I I can live with it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, but me, I'm sure me? if I came over there and spent a few years speaking Norwegian, I'd probably pick up your accent. 
Yeah, I guess. Considering the, I don't know any others. Yeah, but the thing is that I already spoke English at the point where I met you. But well, that the first was time a, I met you, that was a do different. You, do you want me to go into this? No, <laughs> let's let's leave leave it at that. But yeah, Nikolai speaks in a thick. Everyone's going to message in now yeah. saying, "What was Josh talking about? What's the story with Christian's <laughs> well, accent?" Well, we we can we can leave that for another episode. Mystery if, for another day. If if enough people ask about it, then maybe we'll lift the curtain. But Nikolai, how how did you end up talking like you do? Well, I I I was taught speaking in the most poor manner in 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 school, and so and so I did. But um, like just just a year after I started learning how to play the bagpipes, Max and just was broken. I've or, been, or, you spent quite fixed. a lot of time in Scotland. I'm just kidding. Though, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I've been there a, a couple of times, and uh, and uh, more than a couple of times. More than a couple there, of times. Have you? Did you start going there when you were a teenager, learning? Uh, well, pipes? I think uh, the first time I went, the first time I went to Scotland, that was that was actually in 2010, and uh, and I went there. Well, I, I went there, been to Scotland every year since, except. Last year and 2018. I think Nikolai uh, is to Scotland what yeah. you are to Ireland, Christian. If I'm uh, not mistaken. Yeah, and like not to not to spend too much time talking about the accent thing, but it's like what I've said, Josh. Um, a lot of people speak English in in their jobs and stuff, but but most Norwegians, I would say, use use English as uh, unless they've studied. Uh, abroad or or have mm-hmm. friends abroad they use english mainly as a communication tool whenever mm-hmm. they're on holiday or they speak with internationals and and it's something they do like relatively like norwegians speak not to toot my own horn but they speak very good english in general absolutely uh, scandinavians in general like yeah. the education system for teaching like an extra language up there is incredible because very rarely I meet a Scandinavian that doesn't have English as good, if not better, than mine. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't go that far, but but I yeah, would. like it's it's relatively it's relatively uh, good English over here. But uh, like I said, it's used. It's not. It's not like people go around speaking English every day. We and and if yeah. they like their intake of English is mainly through. Um, like entertainment, American uh, entertainment, uh, English entertain entertainment, like watching movies on Netflix, like we all do across the world. But the thing is, like when when you have friends in a specific place, like like I do with with yourself, Josh, and like Nikolai has had in the pipe band, like not even in Scotland, but Scots in Oslo Caledonian mm. pipe band ever since he was 15 years of age. Mm-hmm. What happens is that like the when the only people you speak English with ha- has a certain accent, accent. It's, it's very yeah. it's very easy that it rubs off. And if you on top of that have a cultural alibi or a reason for wanting to fit in it certainly doesn't take that much effort to yeah it just happens to soak it up but anyway we were we're 
completely just we're running wild here we're we talking are, about but we're doing well it's yeah, going well it's, this is yeah. fierce entertaining stuff <laughs> well i hope you sitting there at home or in your car or wherever you are think so but anyway the song in the title is scotland the brave and finally we're gonna reveal the main reason why we chose the song um because this week is what is affectionately known in Scotland in the piping community as World's Week. It's the week that the Piping Live Festival in Glasgow is um, is going down. And uh, that's a festival celebrating all types of bagpiping. Uh, obviously, it's in Scotland, so there's probably um, mainly... Scottish pipes, but there are Galician pipes, there are Bagad stuff going on, there are Ireland pipes, there are small pipes. Estonian pipes this year. Yeah, like most countries around the world has or has had historically a set, well, maybe not around the world, but at least in Europe and and in Asia and the Middle East has had uh, bagpipes or still have them. Uh, and there is a really strong tradition, uh, especially in the Celtic countries, like uh, in Brittany and in Galicia, uh, in like. The, the, but pipes are all over the world, and piping live is celebrating all of that. Uh, but the culmination of World's Week, you're probably wondering why it's it's called World's Week, is the world's the World Pipe Band Championships, which is the the last competition, well, maybe not the last, but the biggest and the second to last international. I think there's one in Port Russia or something after that, yeah, usually. Me, but yeah. the last big and the biggest competition in the competitive piping scene. And now yeah. you're sitting there asking yourself, what competitive piping scene? What what are <laughs> they talking about? And we'll That's get right, into folks. that. We'll get into that. But... Before that, we're just going to do what we have to do, which is talk a little bit about Scotland the Brave. Because, I <laughs> the mean... Brave, if, brave Scottish. The Brave, Brave Scottish. Because it's the perfect song for, for this occasion. Uh, it is. My big question was, over the course of that week over in Glasgow, how many times would this tune be played? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you <laughs> know, how, how many pipers uh, are, are over there at, at Worlds specifically? At, at, at Worlds, um, I think I think it's um, usually between... It's 8,000 pipers and drummers. But, um, usually one, uh, two-thirds of piping are pipers. So s- let's say... I'm, so I'm you don't do want to be there with a hangover. <laughs> well, no. that's the thing. No, no, no. Well, that's Never. the thing. Everybody is constantly hung over. Uh, yeah. Divided. It, are they hung over, or is it just the ringing in the ears <laughs> from all so, the rehearsals? Let, let's just for for easy <laughs> the purpose of easy math. So eight thousand pipers and drummers, uh, and well, two third. Let's say let's say nine thousand to make the maths easier. Yeah. Okay. So six thousand <laughs> pipers, and how many pipers are there usually in a pipe band? Nikolai, I d- well, it, it it really depends on the on the on, okay, on, give, on the grades, but I, I I would definitely say two thirds. No, but but how how, how many, many pipers how many? per pipe band? Just per a, pipe an band. estimate. Estimate. Well, well, let's say about 
12, 15? Let's, well, let's say 15. Yeah, yeah, let's, okay. let's say 15, let's say 15, 15. just to make it's it easier. It's a nice so one. It's that, a good band. That, that is telling us 400 pipe bands. And you could imagine that every pipe band plays Scotland the Brave. Uh, maybe, maybe not every pipe band, but every, in general, because the lower level pipe bands are probably playing Scotland the Brave all week. I mean, then, I've, de- I've definitely never heard a pipe band not play Scotland, Scotland the Brave. <laughs> well, you've definitely never heard a grade one pipe band live. Uh, <laughs> True. Cause, cause it would I be the equivalent of us playing the Galway Girl at this point, I would say. Yeah. Like, are, are pipe bands just sick of that tune? <laughs> would that be considered like a no-go, Nikolai? <sighs> no. If, if I landed over with a set of pipes and started playing Scotland the Brave, would all the pipers be like, oh, for feck's sake? Oh, no, no. Well, that would actually just be like a normal tune-up, uh, a tune okay. you would tune up with. Yeah. Basically, it's uh, Scotland and Brave. It's just oh well, it's just warming up. But if 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 you started, if you took your, um, took out your pipes and began playing amazing yeah. amazing um, amazing grace or something like that, people yeah. would think think oh f- what a fucking American. <laughs> it's American. Yeah, no, just like I can get it. I get it with amazing. But this grace is not too. a funeral for fuck's sake. Stop playing that tune. <laughs> like to me, the most stereotypical pipe tune is Scotland the Brave. Oh yeah, Definitely. yeah, and and like I said, most low-level pipe bands. You you might have thought that I excluded us from that. We're definitely a low-level pipe band. We play Scotland <laughs> the Brave at least once a practice, but maybe twice. Uh, so so no worries there. But like the big dogs, Inverarian District and Field Marshal Montgomery, I don't think they play Scotland the Brave very often. Well, perhaps not very often, but I think I think. They would do it like individually when they're tuning up and stuff like that, mm. and because some of the simplest marches, like easy, uh, yeah. some of the simple marches, if a good band, you know, one of the grade one bands play them, it would just sound fucking amazing. Is there something about the melody that lends itself to the chanter of the pipes, or like, is there a reason that it's the tune, the go-to tune? Well, it's, it's it's. I think it's more about the um, rhythm of the uh, ornamentation, like okay. like the um, um, heavy ornamentation you have. You actually have to play on the pipes, yeah. Um, and it fits just so nicely with with the tune. It makes it really rhythmical and catchy. Yeah, but well, I, I just find I- it interesting because, like, I teach banjo and. There isn't one tune that I would always use as the go-to, like, ch- tuning up or warming up tune. There's no tune that I can, well, except in a pub when someone goes, play dueling banjos, and you're like, feck off. But, like, <laughs> there's no tune that I can be like, here's a banjo tune, we're going to do this one, and we're always going to do this one. Like, it's yep. it's interesting that that, happen- that does happen in the piping tradition, because there's four or five tunes that I would definitely say I always hear on the bagpipes. Yeah. And and I think a big thing there is that a lot of people, a lot of people um, sort of have the ambition. Their ambition when they start playing the pipes is to be able to learn Scotland the Brave or yeah. Amazing Grace. Or mm. surprisingly many people start playing the pipes for a specific event or like oh i'm like i'm getting married uh or my brother is getting married in a year let's see yeah. if i can play amazing grace at or my f- yeah 
something like that. Let's see if I can play Scotland the Brave as they walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is maybe not Scotland the Brave as they walk down the aisle, but <laughs> as they skip, hop, skip, and jump down the aisle. Um, yeah. dum, you know, I actually, I actually played very Scotland wedding. the Brave in a funeral a couple of years ago. <laughs> what? Yeah, and and uh, you're gonna have to explain that one to us. Not to yeah. spite the dead, but. No, no, because uh, I think I think they wanted something that was wasn't too sad, and then they started humming. You know, you know the family. You you know that tune, do you? Don't you? Don't you? The famous tune, the famous tune. Yeah, play that famous tune. They said. So play the famous tune. I still were carrying the the coffin out of the church. Aye. <laughs> 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 she, she, she tried strange. to make a slow air out of it at some stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. you know, I actually you definitely yeah. could. I, you could, you could. But um, no, Josh. Uh, Sorry, I keep bringing us off topic, but yeah, I, I no, just found that interesting. It, like it, that whole thing about like an instrument has certain tunes that people relate to that instrument, and you always hear it. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, you could say that, like, pipes are so specific in a way. Yeah. So it's it's not strange. Like, it's not very often that people hear them unless they're around piping a pipe band or pipe a piping community or are mm-hmm. in Scotland close to the community. Yeah. So <clears throat> you you could say that even though there is no specific banjo tune, you could say that Irish traditional music. Uh, there are a few tunes that are like a staple tune. Common like tunes, yeah. Cooley's yeah. Reel, mm. the Sally Garden, the, yeah. the Maid Behind the Bar. The Tulla. The, the Tulla Reel. Uh, <laughs> like, there are a few tunes yeah. that are, are common for the whole I get tradition. that. And probably for people that aren't part of the Irish tradition, like from the outside looking in on any tradition, it probably all sounds very similar anyway. Yeah. So mm. anyone on the outside of the piping tradition looking in, hearing Scotland the Brave, probably just hears the pipes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, and and I guess that if it's uh, unfamiliar to you, but you have some knowledge, you did, it's very human to be like, "I'll oh, play the play the one that I know." Yeah, play the one that I've heard because I I know of this. We're all I guilty act- of it. I'm actually I'm I'm not completely unfamiliar with this instrument. I know one tune. Can you play that, mm-hmm. please? Yeah, so yeah. we've all been guilty of that in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you recognize something, your eyes light up, and you're like, "Oh, that's what that does." I know yeah, this. I, I mean, like, I've been to a, a million concerts with bands that I don't really know, but I know mm-hmm. one song or two, and the only thing I'm interested in is hearing those songs. Yeah. Much and all, as it wrecks our heads when we're gigging, and some old one comes up to us and says, "Play one we know." Yeah, play one we all know. We want to sing along. <laughs> <laughs> but but before let, oh Jesus I'm I'm completely uh, losing track here but anyway uh, it's because I'm here. <laughs> it's befo- because we're drinking Guinness on a Wednesday and whiskey and having the crack but <laughs> Scotland I the may brave. have to get some drink here if this is the way this is going <laughs> Nikolai is constantly looking at his uh at his phone to check the time. I, I no, no, no. It's it's not the time. It's just a gig next <laughs> uh, next Saturday. <laughs> it's it's not the time. You oh, know, are you, you going to be late? Don't feel. We don't want to keep out. you. 
from the gig. <laughs> oh, please keep me. Next Saturday. <laughs> keep me. I actually have a gig too. I actually have, have a gig. Have you? I'm I know you Cardiff do, this Dan. weekend. Oh, There's a gig happening. I can't Cal- believe it. Cal- Remember a few weeks ago, Christian, when you had a gig and I was immensely jealous. Yes. And I thought I'd never be leaving my bedroom ever again. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting on a real life plane on Friday. I, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't believe that. It's I'm I'm I wouldn't say jealous because I I'm really happy for you, but I. I really wish I could be a part of a similar experience. I am gigging again, actually. I'm going to Horton, to my hometown, to to play um, a gig with. Uh, <laughs> there's a little bit of sound in the background. I'm I'm very sorry. There is a bit of painting going on, and the the, the madra, the dog, is uh, sometimes getting dangerously close to the bucket of paint. Uh, so we need to um, What colour is the paint? Luckily it's white Same uh, colour as the doggy Yeah But but still <laughs> Don't want oil paint In her lovely Her lovely Coat uh, Anyway Yeah I, I'm going Scotland to, the Brave Yeah <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah the That's true that, that was a tune That's yeah. why we're all here That's why we're all here And I did say that uh, It has surprisingly many sets of lyrics Yeah and what's the story? We're not going to say too much about the song, but I am going to just read a little bit here. Uh, so Scotland the Brave, or according to Wikipedia, I, I think it actually was named in English, but it has a Scottish Gaelic name and it's Alba an Oig. So there you go. Uh, it's a patriotic song um, and it's by many considered the unofficial national anthem of Scotland. Uh, together with, I mean, Flower of Scotland is by many considered an unofficial national anthem. I, I've even seen like... I actually thought Flower of Scotland was the national anthem of Scotland. Scotland doesn't have a national anthem. It's part of the UK and they, yeah. uh, they only have God Save the, the Queen. God um, save the who? <laughs> who? <laughs> who? 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 Uh, and and <laughs> others say that Highland Cathedral or Scots Wahey, which is a Burns Wahey. song, uh, is is the national anthem common for for all of these songs. I, I don't know the lyrics to Highland Cathedral, but I'm guessing that it too is a patriotic song. So it's a very it's a con- like. The, Does Burns songs. have a hand in Scotland the Brave? Uh, no, not as okay. far as I know. Interesting. Uh, but <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> the tune, <Pardon> me. <laughs> according to to the Wikipedia, uh, the tune was first played probably in the late nineteenth century, and uh, the several sets of lyrics uh, is is interesting because there is one set by Scottish journalist Clifford Leonard Clark. And there is another set of lyrics uh, by John McDermott. And they're not really by John McDermott. They're based on uh, a poem called Let Italy Boast by James Hislop. Uh, and that was first published in 1821. And huh. there is a third set of lyrics that we know because uh, we mentioned this earlier, I believe. The Dubliners or Clancy Brothers of Scotland is the Corries, um, and they have a lyric for for this song. And I thought that that was 
the original or that was the only lyric before yeah. I looked into it today. And I think you, Nikolai, when you came as well, said that uh, you didn't know that that was a I, I, humorous I, I, lyric. No, I, I, well, I, I you thought that that was like the original song. I thought, yeah, you know, you know, the chorus. They knew their bagpipe music, so I just thought they knew the melody and made something up. And in fairness, that's probably what they did. And we're just going to cite a little bit of, of from that lyric, first of all, because it's, it's quite funny. Because uh, The other lyrics are both very pa- patriotic and they've taken a little bit of a spin on it. So it starts off, land all the purple heather, land all the dirty weather, land where the midges gather. Midges being uh, like mosquitoes, mosquitoes of, like, of sorts. Know, those tiny, 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 tiny bastards, tiny bastards. <laughs> yeah, that, that that suck your blood. Uh, Scotland, the brave land of the Pakistanis, Andy Cap and Saturday Sannies land where they sell their grannies. Scotland, the brave. So very Jeez. satirical, actually. Uh, oh my god yeah no it's a used mm-hmm. to say in father's day you could hear the bagpipes play but now you hear the regal tones of elton john and the rolling stones and so <laughs> forth and so on you can go it's actually not on spotify but you can go on youtube and you can find the curries is it not is it no i've searched for the curries and scotland and the only song that comes up is flower of scotland a song that will cover another day which is actually i'd imagine if you look up scotland the brave on spotify you'll get a lot of instrumental versions yeah you do there there are many pipe bands playing it um but then we'll jump straight over to uh the lyric that is by many considered the the main lyric which is the one that was written by uh clifford leonard clark scottish journalist in 1950 sadly passed away in 1999 Uh, Wait. So are we? Are we? We are saying the lyric, the original lyrics came much later than the melody. Then it's it sounds like it, but the lyrics that are are used by John McDermott are older lyrics, but okay. they were originally intended uh, to be sung to the melody of Sir Walter Scott's of Abbotsford's first baronet the boat song so himself so they are older lyrics but weren't really intended for that song but these lyrics were written specifically for scotland the brave in 1950 and they start off hark when the night is falling hair hair the pipes are calling loudly and proudly calling down through the glen there where the hills are sleeping now feel the blood a leaping high as the spirits of the old highland men can i do the chorus as well <laughs> go for it or well it's not the chorus Sing but, it. but the next part uh, tower towering in gallant fame scotland my mountain hame high may your proud standards gloriously wave land of my high endeavor land of the shining river land of my heart forever scotland the brave so you hear freedom <laughs> yeah you hear where we're going this is straight into your man where's what, william wallace when you need him what's what's uh, uh. what's his name then The actor, Gibson. No, Mel no, Gibson. No. Yeah, Mil- yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, he played Will Will Willie Wallace. Oh, Willie 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 Wallace. Willie, 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 Willie. 
sadly, um, <laughs> like I, I love that movie because uh, it has a very um, nostalgic place in my heart. But um, I like it's it's very historically. I'm gonna break your heart. You probably know this already, but there's no bagpipes in it. It's all Illum pipes. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I you know. know. So it's it's actually actually Cardinal Sin among <laughs> people playing pipe bands to actually like that movie. Yeah, I, I, so I, I, I can I can live with that. That's yeah. a bit of trivia for everyone out there listening. And actually, the movie Braveheart, folks, all about Scotland and Scottish bravery and Scottish freedom and. The instrument that we hear playing all that lovely music is, in fact, Irish. Irish yeah. <laughs> but, and, and also, William Wallace died in, in 1305, uh, and they're all running around wearing, like, hybrid Hollywood's invented kilts, and there <laughs> are no, no um, historical evidence of kilts before much, much later. I think the first written... Uh, evidence we have is from from either the 15 or the 1600s interesting so you're saying william wallace went around in the nip uh well maybe i don't know like <laughs> he might have it, it probably yeah to probably oh, please explain i never heard about about the nip <laughs> the nip, nip the birthday the suits yep the birthday suits I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm sure you do, Nikolai. The, the the image of of William Wallace running around butt naked, fighting the fighting the English and shouting freedom. Well, he probably didn't even have blue face paint at this stage. Like it's all a lie. But his I bagpipes were dangling. Yeah. <laughs> well, walking around in, in just your nib brings me on the two rules of wearing a kilt or asking a guy. If a guy wears anything beneath the kill. So the first thing is never ever ask a person if he has his. Uh, yeah. yeah thing what, on. What, what he has under the kill. Yeah, never ever do that. And the why? second rule is. Dare I ask why? Never ever wear anything under the kill. <laughs> Never ask someone because if you do, they'll show you. This, and they will run away. This, this is this is weird. I'm I'm glad yeah. dark side of ex- Spotify. This is uh, still being branded as an explicit podcast. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. no, you're grand. No, that, you don't need we, to be. That's the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're unapologetically saying whatever the fuck we want. But but to be completely uh, serious though. Uh, the thing about people asking you what you wear under the kilt is that everyone thinks they're smart and funny and know something that uh, and and they sort of want to be part of the they it's a wink <laughs> wink wink I know what's going on but yeah. they I don't think they realize when they ask you that that everyone asks you that so <laughs> you get a little bit tired of yeah. it but then again like you're peacocking if you're wearing a kilt you're asking for attention so and you're playing the loudest gave me a phone call a week or two ago folks and on the way home from was it a performance or a practice yeah we we had um, somewhere in between we had been out um on in a posher part of oslo (laughs) uh, where one of our members live a snare drummer and we had done a practice a practice performance i'd I'd call it a practice with audience and then we had Sit there, uh, drinking pints and whiskey uh, for several hours, uh, 
I have a running gag with Christian that if he calls me after midnight, he's usually on the sauce. <laughs> and he was. rang me to tell me that it was after midnight and he was on the sauce. And he was <laughs> strolling, was sauce, strolling through the city centre of Oslo in a kilt. Yeah, it, it was a, a not only a kilt, a kilt on a clear jersey. <laughs> I well, I, we, and you and you talk about people like fishing for attention. Yeah, you know that that's a, a bright yellow, a bright yellow or saffron. No, yeah, yeah, bright yellow uh, jersey sports uh, shirt with with a blue line across, and then uh, a tartan <laughs> green, red, black, and white kilt. <laughs> so it was it was if I had seen you coming drunk looking like that at three or four AM, I probably would have ran the other direction. <laughs> or I, jumped I, in a ditch to make sure you didn't see me. I did get some some weird looks, but it was You looked like a salad, like a really Like if nice I saw salad. that in Ireland I'd think it was strange. <laughs> in the middle of Oslo. And and I, I accept that it was strange, but it was um I had no choice because it was the, the cork Clear game. True. So I, I was there True. at the practice rehearsal watching the Cork Clare um Drowning uh, Your Sorrows. Hurling quarter final. Was it no, was it qualifier? It was the quarter final, I think. Yeah. And yeah. uh Clare lost by how many points? Was it not many. Was it one, now, one it point? Could have been one or, or two. Uh, one or two. Yeah. Uh, they would th- they would have two. been level if, if if the goal had been scored. The goal had been scored. No, if the, if so. the goal had been scored, we would have won by a point. Okay, so two. So we lost by two. Yeah. Lost by two. Tragedy. And I just didn't take it off because I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to to show my support, regardless. And I did actually get some nods in the Dubliner. <laughs> from from people I was going to say like if, if Irish people had been in Oslo on the street and seen you walking home drunk like that they probably would have thought that you had got those clothes from a charity shop or something <laughs> I had a really interesting <laughs> moment with a, I was in India with a clear man and we saw a guy in India wearing a clear jersey no like way in the, in the middle of a market like a, a purebred Indian man and we were like up the banner woo, and we were like shouting at him and we went over to him and we were like up the banner Claire woo, what's the crack and he was like staring at us he didn't speak a word of English he didn't know what we were talking about <laughs> and we had we established we were with a few few people that worked with the Red Cross and they were saying no he probably got that from like a charity donation like he was in a slum in India and he was wearing a Claire jersey and we were like oh my god this guy picked this up like this was donated to him that's absolutely <laughs> insane but, but we thought that he was full on a clear supporter <laughs> in the heart of India and I mean there aren't that many vintage clear jerseys going around and I would know because I I have an auto search on, on eBay for, for vintage clear do. stuff so <laughs> they they're not they're not that uh, easy to come by so yeah. it fascinates me that someone actually donated a clear jersey. I mean, it, that was that was the only thing conclusion we could come to at the time. Like, yeah, no, it, it makes sense. Anyway, can I get back to Scotland the Brave? Yes, oh, I apologize. Yeah. We're going very off on tangents tonight. I don't, but think I'm enjoying I'm ed- it. I'm I'm not going to edit this very much. <laughs> Probably not at all. I mean, it's it's it's. A I pure mean, I don't blame you. It's all relevant. Well, it's not all relevant, but it's all entertaining. Hopefully, hopefully. 
Anyway, John if McDermott. If you have any complaints, just send them to Christian Dugstad, care of the Dubliner Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last last <laughs> lyric that we're going to mention is uh, the John McDermott lyric, which is basically the poem let Italy boast, um, which was written in, in the 1800s, the, the poem. Um, and uh, it, it is very similar in, in topic and style to, to, them, to them, the other lyrics, the other patriotic lyrics. And it goes, let Italy boast of her gay gilded waters, her vines and her bowers. There we go, bowers, Josh. Uh, and her soft bower. sunny skies her sons drinking love from the eyes of her daughters where freedom expires amid softness and sighs scotland's blue mountains wild where hoary cliffs are piled towering grandeur are dearer to me land of the misty cloud land of the tempest loud land of the brave and proud land of the free i see what they did there Throned on the peak of her own highland mountains the spirit of scotia reigns fearless and free her green tartan waving o'er the blue rockin fountain and proudly she sings looking over the sea here among my mountains wild i have serene smiled when armies and empires against me were hurled firm as my native rock i have withstood the shock of england of denmark of rome of the world and i'm not gonna continue but yeah folks it's not often you're gonna get sweetly serenaded by a norwegian man singing a patriotic scottish song <sighs> the millions of listeners are out there now <clears throat> like me last week, they have the tears streaming down their faces, Christian, <laughs> thinking proudly about Scotland, even though none of them are from Scotland. That is what <laughs> I was hoping for. and You've inspired I, I, a whole new generation of bagpipers all around the world. Thank God. Nikolai can give them lessons online. They certainly, ah, yeah, I can. We, we certainly I can, need I can. pipers around the world. We need dedicated pipers willing to enjoy the grind because... It is a grind. Or just 1.5 million new pipers who can play Scotland the Brave. <laughs> exactly. That's you know, that's probably what we'll get. Practice chanters that's galore. Actually, that's actually a wet dream. <laughs> a wet Isn't dream it? is 1.5 million pipers that can only pay, play Scotland the Brave. Just, there just you go. Imagine. That's your ambition now. You have to set a new world record for the most bagpipes being played at once around the world. Yeah. All playing Scotland the Brave. Let's let's see if we can if we can make that happen. Anyway, I'm Nikolai will be in the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing questionable things. <laughs> I I had originally planned to go through the this lyric thing fairly early on, but we yeah. we derailed. But my point did was, we? yeah, we did. Nikolai, oh. don't rub it in. But my point was that. Uh, such a patriotic inspiring song is the perfect backdrop to talk about piping and piping live and the worlds and time has just flown but but let's get into it a little bit i've i've said a little bit about what piping live is and we have said well, you actually 
didn't talk about piping live only last week. No, you, well, I, 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 I said that mentioned. piping live gathers oh, all yes. sorts of pipes. But yes, Nikolai, while I go I to the fridge and get a two two nice cold Guinnesses, uh, get one for me as well. Yeah, I will. Mm. Uh, Nikolai, please elaborate on piping live. Right. Because I'm a novice. I don't know anything. Well, it's uh, the piping live is one of the. Oh, sorry. Well, the piping live is a week long festival in um, in in Glasgow around this time in August every year, and it's uh, I can't I can't remember for how long, but it's been been like this for quite quite a few years. Um and um, during this week you would have like workshops, piping workshops. You had uh, pipes from all around the world playing there, and um, and like like mini competitions, and also of course a beer tent, <laughs> a big beer tent, which is, is a like, necessary evil. Uh, uh, well, it is. It is absolutely. It's a necessary evil. It's all it's all in 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 Glasgow, and uh, it's been uh, uh, its main base is at the National Piping Centre, in um, in um, in the city centre in Glasgow, and you would have like all kinds of events. One of my favourite events is the uh, oh, please correct me if I pronounce it wrong, Christian, because I. Always forgets one of the names, but on the Thursday, on the Thursday of that week, you would have the um, Alistair Pipe Major Alistair Gillis recital memorial challenge. No, I I'm think it's memorial <laughs> Pipe Major Alistair Gillis memorial recital challenge. Yeah, <laughs> that is a mouthful and a half. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? But, but, Speaking but, of mouthfuls, the tunes aren't much better. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to get into that? Oh, well, well I, I, I like that whole side of that, things. Uh, do you have some paper and a pen? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see if you can make some magic. Um, I'll use this page. All right, let's see. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking. Um, yeah. The Thursday, which would have been yesterday when, when this episode is out, um, uh, the, the Pipe Major Alistair Gillis Memorial Recital Challenge. And there are several <laughs> other competitions during piping uh, live as well, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as well as concerts and um, yeah, learning opportunities, w- workshops, all, all of that stuff. But but the most important, uh, probably the reason why piping live is w- works so well is that it's the lead up to the World Pipe Band Championships on the Saturday in in Glasgow Green. And just to not to bore people too much with competitive piping talk, but uh, pipe band civilian pipe bands uh, are or is a competitive musical genre uh, where bands all across uh, the world but but mostly in in Scotland uh, and Northern Ireland and and also in America um, and Canada uh, really they compete in playing and there are several disciplines um, 
well two really you have the medley discipline where you put together um, a medley of music and you have the msr discipline which is a march stress pay and reel and they walk onto a field uh line up in a circle and uh get judged on their <laughs> striking their uh tuning their their chanter yeah. tuning their drone mm-hmm. tuning their their drum core, their uh, tune selection, uh, everything. Yeah. Well, not really tune selection shouldn't Sounds be very much to me like the Kaylee Van competitions of yeah. the flag. Like it's not just about the music. Yeah. Like, there's a hell of a lot of factors that come into account. Yeah. Like, the the uniformity of it all. Yeah. Is a big factor. E- exactly. So so it's a big thing and it's a huge uh, huge calendar of competitions in mm-hmm. Scotland and Northern Ireland and, and in the UK and Ireland as well. Um, and uh, and the World Pipe Band Championships is, for no apparent reason, like they have major competitions through the summer and they're called the British, the European Championships, the UK Championships, the Irish na- National Championships, for, for no real reason. But the worlds are always... Um, always in glasgow well, it's it hasn't always been and it's been some debate about that because some some uh, some pipe band leaders or some what would you call them some people think that it should be uh several places around the world because uh, like any other world championship in any yeah, sport yeah. or any yeah. th- it should move around the world but but for the past how many years? A lot of years. 20, at least 20, It's. I think. Yeah. It's been in It makes sense to me in a way that it's in the place where it came from, though. Yeah, and that's like probably... The All-Ireland, the all I know, moves around different towns in Ireland. The All-Ireland Fla, but it's still in Ireland, you know? Mm. Yeah. Maybe, know maybe, maybe if the pipe bands moved around Scotland, I would understand, but... Yeah, you, there, there are many, but... the. I guess the point is that it's called the world, the world championships, and yeah. and many uh, argue that um, the piping community and and pipe bands isn't really just a Scottish thing anymore. Yes, yeah, it's, it's true. more about the music than the fact that it is the Great Highland bagpipes. Mm-hmm. So that anyway, makes sense. and like you said, there's different types of pipes from all over the world getting involved so yeah. but but not in the competitions not in that, that's okay. that's an important factor it's the royal scottish pipe band association that is the the benefactor or the the organizer the rspba the rspba <laughs> is the organizer to make it sound very official yeah rspba can we talk about these tune names before we go because <laughs> oh yeah we, yeah, we, okay, we, so we, we, we uh, can but he had me yeah. on the floor laughing one night talking about the names of tunes like you know for a fact folks the names of irish trad tunes can be anything at all like the dog that ate me trousers and the horse that smoked me fags and or the needle in the apple or the needle in the apple like it can literally be anything at all but i love how regimental and like specific the names of the piping tunes are Nikolai it's came up with some golden ones the last time I was over there having a few I, pints with tea well I think you um, there's se- several ways to, uh, to name a pipe tune but I think I think this one is pretty close to what you can call um, yeah, well the first one is uh, <laughs> you choose an ordinal number 
Okay. And then, what the fuck did I write there? And then a type of Scottish terrain. Mm-hmm. And then a military unit. Yeah. And then you have to choose whether it's a farewell or a welcome. <laughs> and then you choose uh, a place... Hard to uh, pronounce you, place. Yeah, hard to pronounce place. <laughs> I love it. He's got a little chart there, folks, for those of you listening in. He's yeah. broken it down into sections on how to name a piping tune. So, yeah, if 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 I ever meet any of you and you have come up with a good name, I'll buy you a Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> but but let's let's do let's do a couple. Well, we need an ordinal number. So it's all welcomes and farewells. It's, it's welcomes, farewells, and and in the in the pibroch, you would have laments as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. You you could you could have, like we're we're rambling now because we're this is like we're, we're ch- children on on Christmas Eve getting to talk about all of this. But yeah, an ordinal number, the seventy fifth, and then I'll choose um, uh, terrain, um, the seventy fifth. Um, very often Highlanders, but could we Highland. could we go a little bit more creative? Islanders. Yeah, I was thinking about the Islanders myself. So the seventy fifth Islanders, um, or oh, let's cross over military unit because it could be either a terrain or military units. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But we could go the seventy fifth Islanders Battalion. Oh, oh, I was yeah. <laughs> exactly the 75th it's getting interesting it's Islanders Battalions let's say welcome welcome I, I, I enjoy welcomes yeah welcome um, and then we need two uh, two um, uh, okay do you have a, do you have a how to pronounce name Pulafuka 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 so that okay so 75th Seventy fifth, fifth um, Islanders. There's a dog eating in the in the back tra- background. What's, it, what's he eating, Christian? She's eating pellets. Nice. What flavor are they? Sure. Uh, how the hell do you <laughs> pellet flavored pellets? Pula fuca. Pula fuca. Okay. Well, it's 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 an auditive me- oh, medium. Oh, okay. It it's it's really on the radio. Yeah. Right, Chris. Um, yeah. I, I wrote it. Seventy <laughs> perfectly. Seventy fifth Islanders Battalions. Welcome to, and could I could I come with a, a suggestion? Add uh, to the Pulafuka gathering. Oh yes, how to pronounce <laughs> place and type of event. Yeah. Folks, if you've just joined us, you're very welcome to the naming of Scottish piping tunes. <laughs> yeah. This is how every Scottish piping tune composer names his tune. He drinks a few Guinness and whiskey. He sits down and he discusses it at length following this particular chart that's yeah. been made by Nicolai. You can, you can just use, um, you have an Excel sheet and you're just typing all the para- yeah. parameters and you do, do a randomizer and then you get the name. So what, what is the name that we have now? Uh, let's find uh, the kind of event. Yeah. Should be um, the gathering or the Pulafuka Highland Games or the Pulafuka Royal, uh, no royal uh, stuff. Uh, uh, do you have a lay a loch in Pulafuka? There's a waterfall. It's a waterfall. Or in the river. <laughs> so a um, dam, should the Pulafuka diving session or something? <laughs> 
I guess you don't want yeah. to dive in the waterfall. <laughs> the, pool, the pool of the pool of Fuka Red Bull dive. It is primarily known for its hydroelectric generating station and artificial lake known as Pool of Fuka oh, Reservoir. Okay. Um, uh, the 75th <laughs> Islanders Battalions, welcome to, po- to the Pool of Fuka. Pool of Fuka Reservoir. Res- and uh, the, the, the annual Pool of Fuka Reservoir diving competition. <laughs> <laughs> the 75th Islanders, uh, welcome uh, to... I Islanders battalions welcome to the the annual Pool of Fuka Reservoir diving competition. Folks, that might sound like a mouthful or might sound ridiculous, but that is actually how they <laughs> make popping <laughs> tunes. And and if you go into like Nikolai briefly mentioned, if you go into Pibroch, you know I I I started here, but just. <laughs> Yeah, as as yeah. as how how you make a. You had to go all the way all the way around the page just all to fit it in. Yeah, yeah. If you if you go into Pibroch, which is the traditional music of of the bagpipes, the traditional traditional like the classical music, the music that we know existed uh, many hundred years ago mm-hmm. uh, before light music, as they call the dancing music, which is is similar to. Uh, to Irish traditional music and and just to have said that as well in the piping competitions um, there is a lot of Irish traditional music being played mm-hmm. side by side with the Scottish so <laughs> Nikolai is getting into a mood here uh, but in the Pibroch uh, which is classical which is slower which doesn't isn't used for dancing which is more of a storytelling type music there is very often the, the lament for uh uh, yeah, and you could name that like lament for for uh, Sergeant Gordon Duncan of Argyllshire, uh, or th- things like that. That they are are absolutely mad for for the for the long names. Lament yeah. for the day that I dropped a penny in the river back in 1957 yeah. on my birthday. Easy, <laughs> just like the one I got from my brother. He's also died. That, that, my brother, that my brother gave me three weeks previously on his birthday. Uh, yeah. And then went and went and bought a burrito and ate it for dinner. This reminds me of um <laughs> just to completely derail again, uh, Porcupine Tree, a fantastic band, has a song called Last Chance to Evacuate Planet Earth Before It Is Recycled. <laughs> If we're getting on to crazy names, there's a song that Pink Floyd did on their Omagoma album that's called Several Species of Small Furry Animal Gathered Together in a Cave. That sounds like a pipe tune. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, Sad lament for the several species <laughs> of small furry animal. Sorry. I, I, I love that you said sad lament. <laughs> that's... Um, just What's to rub it in, uh, but be- oh, we have lament for the children. It sounds like that, doesn't it? That that is yeah, an that, actual. That's an actual Pibroch lament for the children. But that, that's Jesus. actually one of the shortest tunes or shortest names. Two I meant. Names, yeah. Well, the tune is fucking. They're all fifteen minutes long. Um, <laughs> nice and morbid. Yeah, and and you have you have tunes like um, too long in this condition. Which is yeah. uh, again like very very uh, sad and interesting, uh, but yeah, 
time is just flying. But I wanted, it is. I wanted. You're getting to... into editing territory here now, Christian. Uh, hopefully not. But I t- t- close to the end here. I wanted to mention. Um, I wanted to mention a little bit about more about the World Pipe and Championships. Yeah. Um, because like, you'd Josh, usually be there right about now. Well, I I've only been there twice, Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been there few times a couple of more times yeah yeah four times or but we we went together in 2017 um uh with a few more people uh other yeah. people sitting in this room actually uh and except uh, the dog <laughs> not the dog <laughs> uh even though it is a scottish breed uh and then we went of course <laughs> then we went again in 2019 uh, Nikolai and myself and our good friends uh, Jonas uh, in Denmark, which I know listen to to the podcast, uh, and then uh, Thomas from Bergen, which is the pipe major of Bergen uh, Pipes and Drums. Uh, Chris, our good friend Chris from Glasgow, from Motherwell in uh, outside of uh, Glasgow, uh, which has played with several Grade One pipe bands uh, and is. For sure, the the most uh, talented piper that I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. And we were walking around in Glasgow and we were having the crack all all through the Piping Live uh, Festival. And on World's Day, World's is usually two days. There's a qualifier on the Friday and then there's a main day on the Saturday on in 2019, I believe, was the first year where both days actually counted to the results. Um, but the Saturdays, it's it's like the main day. And you walk around in Glasgow Green. Have you been there, Josh? I've been in Glasgow Green. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. huge park, a huge green, um, not very far from Glasgow city centre. It's it's a short walk from from uh, Buchanan Street. Um, yeah. And... And you you walk around there, and like we said previously, there are eight thousand pipers and drummers, several hundred pipe bands, in in several different grades. They're competing all the way from grade four, uh, B, four A, three B, three A, two and one, uh, and grade one being the 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 t- tip of the top, the 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 two relures of Tippity the top. <laughs> of the pipe band world uh, and and when you walk like when you come across the corner from from that street that leads up to the entrance to the you you can just hear that hum <laughs> sounds of, like a beehive of Aye, five thousand pipers or six have they ever pi- attempted to get them all to play the same thing together i uh, several times they have they have tried oh they actually do at the end of the world's I was about Just to say that'd be fucking something to behold. There's, I, that's massive. There's a there's thousands a, of pipes playing Scotland the Brave. Oh, we actually play. Um, um, it's uh, we're playing my uh, healing healing laddie. And now feel yeah, it's it's like it's a salute to the chieftain. The chief, 
There you go, That's folks. Great. We're going to have to attempt to set a world record, get as many bagpipes as possible playing together in Glasgow Green next <laughs> August. Uh, but yeah, no, it, and and the competitions are are amazing. Grade one is fantastically interesting to watch. Um, the if if you think that you know what bagpipes sound like, but you haven't heard uh, a civilian uh, high level band from from grade one or grade two, go into YouTube or Spotify and search for uh, Boghall and Bathgate or uh, Field Marshal Montgomery Pipe Band or Inverary and District Pipe Band or St. Lawrence O'Toole Pipe Band from the Ooh. city of Dublin. They've, they've come up before in the past in yeah. some old episodes. The lads from Balliaclia. Uh, the they la- were la- present at the time of the Rising, if they, I'm not mistaken. S- yeah, they yeah, certainly were. Sure, yeah. they, they have a very political history even though they're not a political organization right now. Um, search for any of those lads um, or, or even just go into to Google and search for grade one pipe band and you'll find a list of names and listen to any of them. And you'll hear that pipe bands aren't the thing that you think they are if you're not in, in the scene. They're not the sound of strangling cats. It's it's an acquired taste for many. Yeah. I'm not saying that you necessarily uh, are going to love it because it's intense and it's loud and it's a constant pressure of sound, but it's not out of tune. It's not pitchy. It's not uh, squeaky. It is perfect in in the way that it's supposed to be. <laughs> and it's amazing and if you stand there and I advise you if you're ever in Scotland during the summer and there is a competition on go and listen because even though you might not next time look, we're over there Christian at the championships we're just going to have a whole crowd of Tour Allure listeners all standing in a row <laughs> waiting for it to start yeah because uh, even though you might not want to go around listening to pipe bands every single day I, I understand that that's not for everyone just being there live remember the airplugs we're talking 100 <laughs> 120 decibels of, of sound here we're talking it's the same well, loudness level of it like a jet mo- motor yeah blame yeah. it on the snare drums yeah. bloody drummers <laughs> but it's an Always experience it's an experience of drums, its own yeah the snares like, fucking snares you 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 cannot begin to understand what it's like to stand in a in the middle of a pipe band performance in Glasgow Green or any other competition if you haven't done it. The experience is it's it's insane. Like immense. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and the fact that most of the bands are tuned in a different pitch, playing all different tunes. <laughs> and sounds it's still intense. it's it's really intense, but it's, it still sounds so bloody nice. It's just perfect. Yeah, just perfect. So, so that is my advice at the, at the as we're as we're getting close to an end here on this uh, amazing pipe band Scotland piping live uh, tour Lura special Scotland the Brave thingy. I really, I really advise, or I I would really like you. If you're a fan of folk songs and folk music, um, 
you are probably, and especially if you listen to Irish music, which I think most of you people that listen to this show do, uh, since that's what mostly what we've talked about, you're probably a fan of of Irish traditional tunes as, as well, instrumental tunes. Um, I know a bunch of you are, because I know that you play yourself. Um, you probably are inclined to like bagpipes as well if you just listen to the right examples <laughs> of it. And I Christian's know you just convert people here. Yeah, no, I don't, well, yeah, never, I guess, never, ever. Um, I feel like this is an intervention. Sn- son, son yeah, <laughs> the snake charmer. What is her name? The Snake Charmer. <laughs> yeah, don't go into YouTube no, no, and no, listen to the Snake that. Charmer and, no. and the people that are playing electronic bagpipes. Go and listen to a grade one band, like we said. But but the reason why we're talking about this is obviously, like we said, that this is Piping Live Week. Piping Live is online as we speak. Um, Check it, it and out. It, and it still will be at the point when, when this podcast comes out. You can probably buy single tickets for the events that are still going on. Yeah. On Sunday, there is the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition but, or Dun- Gordon Duncan Challenge or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think that's going to be uh, quite nice. But I'm I'm actually most keen about the Thursday tomorrow's. Well, that is going to be yesterday when that's, this comes out. Yeah, well, I was talking in, in past, <laughs> past yeah. f- future. But <laughs> future. Past, past future. But we know that ticket holders are um, uh, will have uh, the option to watch uh, seven days from from uh, the live event. So mm. you might be able to actually go in and buy a ticket for the Pipe Major Alistair Gillis Memorial Recital Challenge if you want to do that. Another mouthful. Yeah. Another well, mouthful. it's the same mouthful, actually, that we said well, earlier. Um, Usually, usually that takes Write for that down, folks. Quite, quite, quite a few hours. Yeah, and it might be a little bit too immersive if it's your first toe in in the water. So I would. It's so also fun, pretty fun. It's like you have some of the world's top pipers, um, like they would do funny things with their hands and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting out of hand. Yeah. I don't know. They would play to have fun and not necessarily compete, but to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah, girls just want to have fun. They wear skirts, don't they? Those are skirts. <laughs> yeah. No, so it's... You get those in trouble. Yeah. There are so many things that I, I had planned on talking about that I haven't got around to. Uh, yeah, sounds like we might need six more episodes. Yeah, but I am I fully understand if uh, your air holes are, are sufficiently <laughs> filled with piping If you want now. to convert them, you're going to have to do it gradually, Christian, bit yeah. by bit, episode yeah. by episode. In, in another 20 episodes, we'll do another little introduction and yeah. we'll get them like sliver by sliver. Yeah. Yeah, I might, I might play the tour. No, I'm not gonna do that. Play the tour allure <laughs> outro on on the pipes, but I realise that it's not feasible to get that done by the time that that this episode is coming out. But um, anyway, people, we we really hope you. If you've stayed with us for this long, you you probably I'm gonna say like my fa- one of my favourite 
pipe band podcast hosts say you need uh you 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 um deserve a medal if you've uh, <laughs> or even better if you listen this long next time you'll see me i'll buy a pint yeah oh that's that's a dangerous promise should we, should, we should have a cold cold word Puda. If if you ever meet, if you ever meet Nikolai or me, and I'm gonna put Josh in this category as well, and I'm gonna have to transfer money to him if he doesn't want to be a part of it because he is now. <laughs> if you ever meet any of us and you say, "Hi lads, can you play?" or "Hi lad, can you please play me the 75th Islanders Battalion's Welcome to the Pool of F- the the annual Pool of Fuka." <laughs> Even Christian can't say it. Uh, reservoir diving. This is dangerous now because there's listeners Session. here that I do meet on a regular basis. Session. Session. So <laughs> repeat it once more. The 75th Islanders Battalions welcome to the annual Pulafuka Reservoir Diving Session. Nice. And you'll get yourself a pint. You'll get yourself a pint. Christian will PayPal you a pint. I'll I'll pay. Pa- this is this is the opposite no, no, of no, what no, no, every no. other podcast is doing. They're going like for less than the price of a cup of coffee, or for less than the price of a pint, you can support us on Patreon. And we're here saying if you can say this made-up tune title to us, we'll buy you a pint. We'll buy a pint. This is not how we're getting rich, Josh. But we no, knew that we're, we're doing have to it start for fishing, fishing for sponsorships. I'll get on to Pulafuca so. Reservoir and ask them for a sponsorship. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> ask Ask Talisker and Guinness and O'Neills while you're and, at and it. Monster Energy and All Monster the energy, energy, none of the calories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. um any final thoughts, Nikolai? I'm going to be broke, I guess. <laughs> by the end of this year. No, no, I, I think this has been a, um, a good episode, I think. And um, I'm just looking forward to listening to all, all the concerts at the Piping Live um, next week as well. It's uh, I think they're out there for a week or something. Yeah. So that's going to be nice. You still have a week, a week to listen to all the concerts. Still, still, s- still on the, still looking forward to it. I'll be listening yeah. in from Cardiff while I'm on stage myself. I'll have, I'll have the piping in one ear and I'll have my banjo monitor in the other ear. Yeah, yeah playing, <laughs> listening at the same time. That's perfect. So, so Josh sitting on the other side of the screen, uh, being the the receiver of all of this piping nonsense. Do you have any final thoughts? No, other than I feel bad that she can't make it over there this year. And I'd love to go there some year myself too. I've always been gigging when it's been going on, but if I could get there to actually witness it, I'd love I'd fucking love to. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, an experience. Like I said, regardless of, of whether you're a huge fan or not, it's an interesting experience. My final thoughts um are that I too am sad that we can't go, but I'm glad that Piping Live is on, even though it's yeah. it's physical only for the people in Glasgow and uh, the rest of the world has to tune in online. But then again, like it wasn't online. Most of it wasn't online back in the day. So it, hopefully they reach a lot more people. Um, So so that's good. It'll um, grow in popularity. <laughs> Just imagine next next year. That's gonna be oh. awesome. Uh, 
what well, one tip for you? Book hotels and hostels. Right in, now. Like months in advance. <laughs> Nikolai and book it for twenty twenty three right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nikolai just thinks that that this this single podcast is gonna convert like a load of people <laughs> to go to Glasgow next uh, year. But isn't it? millions that's of what you told me. followers that's what you told flocking me. to Glasgow. Yeah, I, yeah, that's how I got Nikolai on was like they only need a tiny push and then they'll come to Glasgow next year. <laughs> but uh, in a way I hope they don't because well, if they can remember just, the seventy fifth annual the seventy fifth Islanders battalions welcome to the annual Pulafuka reservoir diving <laughs> session then will be broke yeah well 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 um my i'll buy a pint and you'll get a kiss from me as well oh my god <laughs> this, there's this gonna is, be millions of people <laughs> in glasgow yeah. uh just to round off my own final thoughts uh i'm looking forward to the next time i can go over there and i can listen to pipes in the meantime we're gonna enjoy the pipes Right here in Oslo. And right here, right now. If you're mm. interested uh, in learning pipes, then go to your local pipe band. A couple of pipe band podcast um, plugs. The Chant Rant podcast, the Big Rab Show, and the Up to the Line podcast. The Chant Rant podcast, listener discretion advised. It is uh, a lot more explicit than, than this show we're in right now, but it's it's great. Um, and then, to plug ourselves, we are Tura Lura. Two O's in Tura, two O's in Lura. And our email address is Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us in messages. You can tell us that uh, you hope that we're never going to talk about bagpipes again. You can tell us that you love this and you want us to have uh, a bagpipe show every other week. Uh, Or you can send us a voice message. You can um, give us um, tips for guests. Thousand messages telling us never to do a Scottish episode ever again. (laughs) Oh, fuck. No. you can find us on Facebook, Tura Lura. You can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at Tura Lura Podcast. You can review us on Apple Podcast and probably, maybe, on some of the other podcast platforms. I'm not really sure at this stage. I use Apple Podcast. I think you can... If you can review us, give it a go. Yeah. Give us those stars, those lovely five stars. Um, or four. Or four, depending on the platform. Uh, (laughs) And uh, that's really really it for for me. Um, If you ever come to Scotland uh, when there's a piping competition on, then hit us up and hopefully... Hopefully we'll buy you a point if you can say that title and uh, Falchigo Alba. and <laughs> You'll get a kiss from Nikolai. He's yeah. kissing you all goodbye there already. And in the meantime, um, uh, uh, Tura Lura from, from Nikolai, say Tura Lura. Go on. Tura Lura. A Tura Lura from Josh. Tura Lura. And a Tura Lura from me. Tura Lura and up Scotland and up the banner and Slán Gafoyla. Up be Jesus.
I feel I sound like a crackhead or something. No. You did I sound like a crackhead? You did not sound like a crackhead. Perfect. Uh, 